What does it take to achieve a number one international best-selling book on Amazon? Well, you're about to find out. I'm about to talk to Tanja Diamond, who achieved that very thing with her book, Beyond Sex, Tantra, a practical guide to extraordinary living. I'm Jeff Hughes, and you're listening to the Ebook Revolution podcast on Madhouse Media. Tantra Diamond, owner of learningtantra.com and author of the number one international Amazon bestseller, Beyond Sex Tantra. Thank you so much for um, taking some time out of your busy schedule this morning. You are very welcome. I'm really excited to be here. I'm just interested in uh, your own writer's journey. If you could tell me a bit about that. When when did you begin to write? (laughs) This book or in general? (laughs) In general, we'll start. Well, um, in general, I've been dabbling with writing ever since I was um, a teen, I believe. I really used to write some very dark pieces when I was in school. Uh, The teachers used to think that, uh, I mean, I guess today teachers would be more on it. They'd probably get me psychiatrically evaluated. (laughs) What is all this dark, macabre things that she's writing about, scary stories and stuff? I really, really enjoyed creative writing, but I really didn't like um, being told that I had to write a certain certain way. I I kept comparing myself to, uh, you know, Kurt Vonnegut Jr., whom I don't like, but who has this unique writing style. And I kept telling my teachers, you know, you're correcting my stuff and saying I have to write like this or I need to change my grammar or I need to do that. You wouldn't do that if I was a famous author. You just let me go. They kept pointing out that I wasn't a famous author so that I still had things to learn. (laughs) So that's how it all started. (laughs) You have an incredibly busy schedule with your online business, learning tantra and training yet you still find time to write. How do you manage to schedule your writing time? Well, you know, I don't really know. I'd love to give you some really beautiful answer on that, and I don't really know that I do. Um, In the sense that Learning Tantra, when I wrote the book Learning Tantra, it was, uh, I'd wanted to write for a long time, and of course I think every author or every person that wants to write a book gets caught in that, oh my gosh, uh, you start it, and then you wonder, like, what kind of voice should I write it in? And then maybe you go back and you do that. And so I was caught in the same place that a lot of people are, where I have a whole bunch of partially written things. And then a woman called me up and said, hey, I'm launching this series called the ABC series, and I need you to be one of the authors that writes the ABCs of Tantra. And I said, okay, that sounds good. Oh, this is going to be good. Now somebody's going to, like, you know, kind of force me into making this happen. And I thought, okay, this is great. Most people take six months or a year to write a book. And she said, well, yeah, but I need it in six weeks. (laughs) And and I'm like, six weeks? 
And she goes, yeah, no problem, no problem. Very easy format. You know, 500 to 1,000 words a chapter, ABCs with a little how-to at the end of it. So just write, you know, A, B, whatever, and it'll be no problem. You know your stuff, no problem. And I thought, wow. Well, needless to say, just about everything else got dropped off the plate to start that process. And so I just kind of wrote with abandoned, um, trying to figure out what the chapter titles were. Once I figured that out, just writing, taking really big topics and simplifying them was probably the most challenging part of that. And uh, when I got done, only to find out that basically the project ended up falling through because nobody else apparently could write their book that fast. And the deadline came and went, and I ended up, we ended up publishing it ourselves. And so start to finish, by the time it was published and out, uh, everything probably was about three months. So I have four books I'm writing for next year. So now I am having to schedule time. <laughs> so that is just taking chunks of time. And I think for everybody, that first book is always going to be the toughest. I remember being a little bit scared, and one of my teammates said to me, Tanya, this is not the book. It's one of many. And that really took the pressure off of what I was doing. Yeah, I think that's true for a lot of writers. Putting that first one out, it's putting a bit of yourself out there and um, wondering about the criticism that might come. Well, certainly. You know, there's that and the whole, whole I, like I said, it's that it's that flow, you know. I really, it's not that I couldn't write it, so I kept getting stuck in, like, that the whole voice aspect. You know, do I write it from we, I, you, you know, and I would have, I would switch up around, and then my teachers would come back to haunt me and talk about how I needed to write it like this or like that. <laughs> so it, that, that, was, that, was, uh, that was pretty tough. But once I realized it was a book, and I was actually going to write a bunch of books, and it really took a lot of the pressure off. So your new books uh, hit number one on Amazon. That must have been a thrill. That was super, super exciting. Yeah, because, um, you know, number one internationally, you know, four countries in three categories, uh, sitting in front of some really, as we were watching, uh, you know, you could watch the rankings of the books, sitting in front of some really uh, big books uh, every once in a while was very exciting. And, of course, you know, this has to do with how many people are buying and, and that type of thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is. A th- I didn't think I'd be that. I, I was really surprised at how excited I was. <laughs> I was <laughs> staying up every hour, checking the results. <laughs> oh, an amazing achievement. And um, our, our listeners be very interested in the strategy that you use to get Beyond Sex Tantra to number one. Could you talk our listeners through the process you use to achieve that? Well, you know, you the big the biggest thing to understand, I think, about writing a book is, you know, we all have that book that we f- have inside us that we feel needs to get out, right? I mean, that's that's that kind of like, oh, I just I just feel this book. However, and this might be a sad thing, but it is true. If the book isn't actually a relevant topic to what a lot of people are looking for, then it might be the best book in the world, but it may not get the ranking that you want. So unfortunately, in today's market, it's not just that you're writing you know, the best novel that you've ever written and it's amazingly poetic and has all these, you know, because actually learning uh, the Beyond Sex Tantra book isn't a masterpiece of writing. 
Um, and, you know, I can say that. I understand that. It's not a, um, it's not a complicated book. It's not a, uh, you know, it's not my heart and soul book. It's actually the ABCs, you know, chapters of amazing content with a how-to, but it's incredibly relevant, so the content and the topic, of course, we all know sex sells, right? So anything, even though this is beyond sex, the title of the book was very strategic. And so today, if you want your book to get to number one, you really do have to think about strategy um, in the regard of how you title it. Is uh, I was really surprised to find out all this, by the way. You know, the size of the book, like the measurements of the book, what the cover looks like. Um, and really less to do with what you write, though the content must be relevant to what people are interested in in current times. Does that make any sense? Makes perfect sense. Right, which is really sad for us as artists because, you know, we think, oh, I'm going to write this book, my heart, my soul, poured out there, and it's so amazing, and people are just going to be awesome with that. And then, you know, part of some of the books that were in front of me as I was climbing the ladder, I was looking at them thinking, really? Really? no way. No, you're kidding me. You know, <laughs> but you know, once again, what's relevant? What are people really looking for? What are they interested in right now? What are topics like spirituality is a big topic right now. A lot of people are really looking for uh, ways to connect again. Of course, sex is always a big topic. Uh, internet marketing, huge topic. So what are the relevance, right? So that's one of the strategies I used. <laughs> Keyword targeting and, and knowing your market is obviously um, one of the number ones to get to number one. So, some, of the, well, some of the tactics in the background, though, to... Um... Well, it's, you know, today, today there's different number ones, different number ones to get to, right? So there's, you know, obviously like a New York Times bestseller list. They, uh, they, you know, they closely guard their secret algorithms and uh, so that people aren't able to quote-unquote, buy their way into a number one bestseller, but people are still doing it. Um, so there, there are definitely, you can hire somebody to help you market your book, somebody who knows how to strategically place uh, a number one bestseller uh, at a certain time, uh, send it out to certain people. Uh, there's point of sales, like how many people are buying your book at bookstores during a certain period of time. Um, over like a three-day period of time or a 30-day period of time. So there's a lot, a lot of different strategies into um, my getting a bestseller. My first book launch was actually right after I wrote the book. I did my own launch, and I had about 50,000 people. I had JV partners lined up and everything and was sending out to about 50,000 people. I had gifts for, uh, you know, big prizes if people bought the book. In fact, there was a Hawaii, full-paid Hawaii vacation as one of the grand prizes that we would pick from all the people that bought the book. And it was set up to be an absolute smash, and I forgot to click one button in the back end of my Amazon author central page so as soon as people started buying the book, because I didn't click an unlimited book source, Amazon put up a sign that said all my books were sold out. So my, my entire book launch crashed after 20 sales. 
one error on one button. That's a one error on one button. So what I decided after that was I was definitely going to, even though I, I, you know, I bought a program on getting a number one. I knew the launch sequence. I understood all the marketing, but I didn't have that nuance, and I was so upset as you can imagine. And um, so I would say that you know, making sure that you, you know, if number one is your target. If, if getting to number one is your target, that you really get with somebody who understands that process and, and not, not think today that just because you wrote an amazing book that it really is going to see its place in the sun. It, it really is a lot about marketing. And it, I think it always has been. I think just people just didn't realize that as much. I think you're right. It, it all, always has been about marketing and Independent publishing has just made it a whole lot easier, but um, we should never forget the marketing. Yeah, you're going to be sad as an author otherwise, like I said. You know, I can't imagine, like, um, I, I have a book coming out next year uh, called Riding the Phoenix, and it's actually um, my story of my life and how I have actually, the things that I've done, the process I've used to overcome immense struggles or immense challenges. And so that's, you know, for me, that's a little bit of a scarier book uh, because it really talks about my personal life and me. And I would be like thinking, you know, well, how well am I going to be received? Really, I don't, I, I now understand that it is marketing, so it's really not how well I'm received. It's really how well I, I market it, you know, and so that's that's that double-edged sword where you really want to have your writing and your heart and soul acknowledged, and yet the brutality of the reality of marketing <laughs> rears its head. So, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different writing these days, that's for sure. But it gets its own momentum, doesn't it, like once you get a few titles out? It becomes easier. It, it does, for sure. And I will say that once you have a, you can actually say you're an international best-selling author, everybody automatically thinks your book is better just because you have that title and you make a lot more sales. Well, um, I've been very honored to uh, speak to an international best-selling author. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. And it was awesome because so many countries got behind it. It went bigger than anybody ever thought possible. So I want to thank, especially you guys in Australia. What, what's the one piece of advice you'd give to new writers just starting out in this self-publishing brand new world? I think really the most important thing is to, um, when you're writing, and I know people probably say this all the time, just free flow write. I mean, don't censor yourself or you know, correct anything as you're writing, just free flow. Don't worry about where it's going to go or writing chapters in order or anything like that. Just write. And everything can be edited. And um, I I've got one piece of amazing um, advice from somebody, and I will do this. I found it out after my book. But the great way to edit your book is to invite, you know, however many chapters there are, invite a bunch of people over for a meal, give everybody one chapter, let them check it out, edit it, mark it, then take it back and look at it. And then you actually, you know, kind of have a overall sense of how your book went uh, from a whole bunch of different people. Each person has a different chapter. And uh, I think that was a, a brilliant, brilliant way to do it and uh, save you the time. You should not be your only editor because we're our worst critic. And I think that we could stop ourselves from doing a lot of things. Uh, if we criticize ourselves overly. So I say write with abandon, write from your heart. Don't worry so much about whether everything's perfect. 
uh, and just really go for it. If you don't do it now, you know, when will you? That's great advice, Tanya. I, I love I love the idea of an editing party. Yeah, I do too. I think that's awesome. I'm going to do that with my next book. Tanja, it's been a great honour and pleasure. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule. You can find out more about Tanja Diamond at her website, learningtantra.com. And, of course, her best-selling book, Beyond Sex Tantra, is available from Amazon. Tanja, thank you again. You're so very welcome, Jeff. You guys take care. That, of course, was Tanja Diamond, who I spoke to a few months ago about the extraordinary success of her book, Beyond Sex, an international number one Amazon bestseller. And her new book, Riding the Phoenix, is out available on Amazon right now and on her website, www.learningtantra.com. This has been Jeff Hughes, and you've been listening to the Ebook Revolution podcast from Madhouse Media. www.madhousemedia.com.au. 